one. Very good evening and welcome to the AAS training hall for the continuation of round one of the Women's National Basketball League. John Keogh and also Simon Peters with you, the match tonight, the AAS up against the Dandenong Rangers. Good evening Simon, looking forward to this one. Yeah, this should be a good game. Uh, Dandenong will be looking to really make amends after their uh, pretty disappointing outing last night against the Capitals. Of course, they're, they're pretty undermanned. They're missing three of their of their best players in uh, Sam Richards, Kathleen McLeod, and, of course, coming back to Dandenong this season, Shelley Hammond. So that, they really struggled last night for any sort of offensive continuity. They're, they're playing Caitlin Ryan in the one spot, which, which she's not used to. She's a shooter shooting guard, she's having to run the floor and also relying a lot on Emily McInerney uh, who granted is a, is a, a, a gold medalist mm. at the, at the um, international championship, world championships but um, not really renowned for her offence, she's a, she's a defensive specialist but she can shoot but uh, yeah, they, they really struggled last night to really get anything running and uh, you know, looking at last night's game I wouldn't have said the Capitals had a great defensive game no. but um, that was, I guess, that's testimony to how how hard Dandenong found it to score last night. The AIS, on the other hand, kick-starting their season off tonight. They'll go in with this match with a little bit of confidence, knowing that the Rangers are under man somewhat, or under woman, we should say. Definitely, um, yeah. They didn't win a game last season, so this is a good one to get a good opportunity to get one on the board early. Yeah, they got a lot to prove. There's a lot of talent in this team. There's a lot of. Um, uh, and then we're just looking at some of them starting, probably Rebecca Schatz and uh, also Luella Tomlinson, although Luella hasn't started, but uh, Mariana Tolo is a, is a promising player. She's going to be going into the jump ball for the AIS. But uh, Kayla Francis showed, showed a lot of potential last season. She had some big games. Um, a, a big player. We'll see. It's actually her going into the jump ball. She can shoot the three. She can. Uh, she's got some nice post moves and stuff as well. So. Um, we'd expect a pretty big game out of her. Yeah, there is a bit of height in this young AAS squad, oh, isn't definitely, there? Definitely, definitely. Yeah, certainly a bit of height. They may be giving away a bit in A's, but not giving much away in height. In the jump ball, got the tip off right now. Francis up against Downey. It's one down, and taking first possession is France, is Ryan for the Rangers. She's at mid-court. She goes to the right flank, pushing forward into towards the corner. strong defence from Esbury, and a foul there early, Simon. Yeah, it's uh, probably more a case of the uh, the refs just deciding they're gonna they're gonna get their stamp on the game nice and early. Not a not a huge foul, just a little bit of a reach from Katie Ebsery. Side pass throw in comes out wide to McInerney. She's at left, and there's another Ooh. foul, just at the top of the three point arc. That time against Chat. So two early fouls there against the young AIS squad. They'll just need to settle into this game. Yeah, that's fine. You, you can hear uh, AIS head coach Dean Kinsman just telling his players to settle down. Look, that's that's what you need to do. You 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 test it early, see how the rest are going to call the game, and then react. Ryan with the ball now. She takes the three-point early shot. Couldn't take the shot. And coming down, taking the rebound is Martin. They push the ball up the court. The AIS pass mid court. Esbury's going to take control here. Good pressure coming from Ryan. She goes out wide, hand passes, gets it off to Martin, going wide into the corner. Esbury looks for the three to take a good shot from here. She hit nails the three. Didn't see a lot of her as an outside shooter last season, and she came into the AIS very young at 16, but uh, she showed a lot of potential, and I'd expect a pretty big uh, season from her as well. So the opening point is a three-pointer to the AIS courtesy of Esbury. That's a good start for them. Coming back out now with the Rangers. Driving hard to the basket is Downey. And she's fouled along the way too. 
Downey didn't have a great game last night against the Caps. I think she, she could have played a lot better than... Uh, you know, well, she certainly can play a lot better than she did last night. Baseline throw in comes from McInerney. Pulling up for the jump shot. In just on the buzzer. That's her game, though. We, we didn't see much of that last night because she... She obviously was, was too concerned with bringing the ball up and, and the uh, the point guard duties. Great shot there from Caitlin Ryan. 3-2 in favour of the AS. They go inside heavy and there's a foul on the shot. Scoring is Francis and she'll go for the three-point play. Strong under the basket there and has the opportunity to make it a six-point to two lead. Yeah, Annika Kerr just picking up her first personal. So, uh, yeah, but a nice, strong... Um, Move to the basket there from Hala Francis. Francis for the three-point play. She converts and it's a good start here by the AS. Moving up the court is Ryan. She goes left side, looking inside. Not much on offer. She's forced to go out wide to Kavanagh. She's let loose. She goes out wide to her teammate in Downey. Downey pushes inside the tee. Now Kerr underneath the basket. There's a foul. And it is against number 14 of the AIS. Mariana Polo picking up the first So three early fouls, not even two minutes gone in the game. Pulling out for the jump shot wide. Downey couldn't hit it. Good rebound comes from Tolo. She passes the board out wide. Esbury running the floor tonight. Gets over halfway, going down the left wing, just slowing it up. Pushes the ball out wide to Schatz. Schatz looks to the corner. Francis. Good defence coming here from the Rangers, giving him nothing. Working inside now is Schatz. Pulls up for the shot. Oh. Rolls in, then rolls out. And it's out of play at the baseline end for the RS. It will be an AIS throw in. Just miscommunication from the, uh, the Dandenong players. They're both contesting that ball and, and knocking each other out of the play and out of bounds. Schatz goes wide. Shot comes out from Martin. Couldn't nail it, though. Ryan gets the rebound, pushing hard on the left side down the court. She gets inside to the key to the free throw line. Doesn't throw up the shot there. They throw it out wide to McInerney. Kavanaugh working in underneath the basket. Puts up the reverse shot. Couldn't make it. Kerr got the rebound and got a foul for her troubles on the shot on the way back up. And she will go to the line. Second personal for uh, Mariana Polo. Uh, yeah, a, a bit of a... Uh I don't want to say rookie. She's, she's played one season already, but uh, just not a, a good contest there for that shot. Kerr and uh, we saw Larissa Kavanagh miss the, um, the the first layup too. They had a, a pretty rare shooting last like last night. Well, Kerr was three from nine from the free throw line last night against the Capitals. Tonight she's nailed both of her first free throw opportunities. And now the IS lead six points to four. They push the ball down to the floor, work it inside. Coming onto the court now is Manu. She works it inside, then back out to Esbury. Schatz, Francis, good play there. Right. Underneath the basket, lovely play from Esbury. She scores a two-pointer off the glass. Almost a carried ball there from Ryan. Coach of the RS was calling for it. They work it inside to Kerr. Kerr goes back to Ryan underneath the basket. The smaller play did well there. She scores two points for the Dandenong Rangers. Yeah, they're going to need a big game from Ryan. She started really well last night, but then got slowed down. It's really excellent move from Francis under the basket. That was tough too, and unlucky not to get the foul as well, but that was a sweet move for the basket from Taylor Francis. So Ryan pushes up right side of the court, goes to McInerney outside the perimeter. There's a turnover. Schatz will push back down for the AS. She goes up, oh. and it comes off McInerney's foot. So foot violation there, Simon. Yep. And a timeout has been called. By the Rangers. 
Yeah. Uh, good start here by the AIS. They lead 10 points to 6, 6 minutes 40 remaining in this first quarter. Definitely. I mean, they're, they're going to, uh, the AIS are going to be an under-strength team. It's just, you know, it's part of the, the process of them being in the league. They're not, they're not really here to win games. They're here to develop. And uh, like, you know, the, the team of 99 was a, a real freak show with Lauren Jackson and Penny Taylor and Belinda Snell and you know, just a, an all-star cast, and for them to actually win the championship, they're not here to win championships, they're here to, to get experience and to become better players, and uh, they they did struggle a lot last season, and it's pretty much the same group, there's only a couple of new players, but um, this is a fantastic start for them, and, and Dean Kinsman, their head coach, will be more than aware that this is a, a golden opportunity for them to, to start against a very undermanned Rangers unit, and, uh, and get out and get their first win in the first game would just be a, a dream come true for them. It'd be very good. Dean, in his second year of coach of the AAS squad, obviously looking to build upon a reasonably disappointing year last year in terms of win-loss ratio. The girls are making their way back onto the court, but it is a promising start by the AAS. They lead by four points. How the foul's looking early there, Simon? Well, no one really in trouble. Uh, Mariana Tolo with two, which... Uh, She's now off, so that's not going to be a huge concern for them. But uh, no fouls for the uh, for the Rangers yet. Schatz goes to Esbury. They work it across the court, back inside. Schatz working nicely, tries to go inside. Manuso is up the shot, and she scores a big two points. So the AS 12 to six, double the Downing on Rangers. We've travelled travelled almost halfway through this first quarter. Ryan throws it out wide. Downing works inside, tries to get inside the paint. Great defence though from the IAS. Kerr got the offensive board though, and she swings it back out to Ryan. Goes up to the top of the three-point arc to McInerney. And he goes to Downey, looking inside to Kavanagh. She's at the elbow. There is a foul inside the key there against the AIS. And it is against Francis of the AIS. That is her first foul of the evening. And how are the early point scorers looking there, Simon? Well, we've got um, Katie Ray Ebsher, who's got five points, Carla Francis with four, and Ellie Manu with four as well. So, off to a good start. Kerr at the line. Well, I think they're having some trouble with the clock over there because those points add up to 13, and it says that they're ahead at 12-7. So, <laughs> I'm not quite sure what's going on over there. Kerr nailed the first one, missed the second. AIS are at the five foul limit now. That was the reason for those free throw shots. AIS working across the court. Manu, she's outside the three-point arc. Swings it wide. Shats with the jumper just inside the three-point arc. Couldn't nail it. McInerney with a very strong board. And she gets it off to her point card tonight. Caitlin Ryan. That's a good look from... Uh from Rebecca Schatz, yep. uh, unlucky the shot didn't go down. She's had a good start to the game, Schatz too. She gets outside, but she also manages to work inside the key as well. She's a great she? size. You can yeah. see her. She's, um, she's tall, but she's not uh, tall and skinny either. She's, she's not really stocky. She's quite athletic, and she's a good size across the shoulders. And uh, yeah, I think she's, she's going to be a player of the future. She's got a lot of promise. Ryan at the line for the Rangers. She nails the first one. Looking to nail the second. She does look very versatile, Shats. Ryan nails the second. So good free throw conversion there for the Dandenong Rangers. Better than last night where they did struggle against the Canberra Capitals. Francis offloads it. Shats with the ball. She's outside the three-point arc. Swings it back outside to Kennedy. Kennedy goes to Polo. Francis it was. With the ball now. 
Francis swings it wide, shouts for the three-pointer, had a look at it, couldn't nail it, just hit the back of the ring. Cumming, gets a hand, gets a pass. Back to Ryan, he'll bring the court ball up the court. McInerney gets it inside to Kerr, and another foul against Kala Francis. So, a little bit unfortunate there for the young AAS tall. That is her second, Simon. Yeah, they want to. Uh, it's, it's, it's an inexperienced thing. We've got to keep remembering that these girls are like 16, 17, and uh, uh, they're, they're playing on the big stage. They really are thrown in the deep end when they come to play for the Institute, as we see Elise Ironmonger come on for the Institute, another one of their, their bigs. Coach Kinsman, he's really swinging the challenges, isn't he? Using that bench. Yep, well, that's, uh, that's one of the, the beauties of being at home and having a, a roster as deep as theirs. They've got uh, 13 girls on the roster, so they can use them. Kerr missed the first shot. She goes for the second from the free throw line. Misses McKerney though, got the offensive rebound. Dishes it back out to Ryan who's at midcourt. She's just over halfway. Being pressured by Newley. She goes inside the three-point line back to McInerney. The world championship a gold medal winner. Goes to Kerr who pulls up with a jump shot. Can't nail it though. Gets her own offensive board. Goes out wide to McInerney outside the three-point arc. Back to Kerr, swings it to Kavanagh, inside the paint, dishes back out to McInerney, for the three, hits the front of the ring and misses, and nearly gets the rebound. She'll bring the ball down the court for the AIS. Gets it to Manu, Manu brings it back out wide with a wild pass, Kennedy just got on the end of it. Swinging around at the moment, the AIS, in the arms of Martin. She turned the ball over though, McInerney, yeah. great defensive work, and Manu gives away a foul. Late and call, but definitely a foul there. Ellen Manu. That will take the Rangers to the free throw line. Among the picked up that foul, sorry, not Ellie Manu. Once again, so at the moment it is the AIS 12 leading the Dandenong Rangers 9. 4 minutes 13 remaining in this first quarter at the AIS Trading Hall. McInerney nails the first free throw, so deficit back to two points now for the Rangers. The foul got 7 to 1 and the AIS are still ahead, so they'd be happy with that. McInerney knocks both of those ones down though. Yep, good work. Manu, an unlikely ball carrier up the court, looks to give it off and she gives it off quickly too to Kennedy over halfway now, the AAS. Manu dishes it back out wide to Newley, she pulls up for the three, wild shot, wasn't in good position, comes off the ring, coming, good hustle, kept the ball in for the Danny Long Rangers. McInerney turned it over, she did that eight times last night, she'll have to be watching that tonight, and the AIS regained possession, Newley swings it out wide, Martin dishes back up to the front of the key. With the ball now is Kennedy, she drives inside the basket, oh. looks to go to Manu under the basket, gee there was some heavy work there tonight. Really bad pass from Jamie Kennedy, uh, Ellie Manu had two defenders on her, stuck really underneath the basket and just lobbed a fairly slow shoulder high pass that was, uh, it was ambitious at best. <laughs> she was forced out of the shot really from the defence and yeah. I guess the pass was her last option but not a good one. Ryan brings the ball back in, she looks to go inside the paint, they turn it over, it will be cross court here, no it won't be, gathering the ball for the oh. AIS, there's a turnover, Manu dishes out wide with the ball Martin. They look to steady. Newley goes inside the basket. Beautiful work. And Ironmonger undergo puts it in off the glass. Really good pass there from me and Newley. Just spotted Ironmonger alone at the time under the basket. 14-11 in favour of the AAS. Caitlin Ryan really getting involved this game. Puts the shot up and she is fouled and will go to the line yet again. 
Kennedy. Jamie Kennedy picks up her first personal. 8-1 now, that foul count. Yeah. In favour of Dandenong, so yeah. Calls his first time out for the match. So there is one timeout apiece in this opening quarter. What's the rules on the timeout, Simon? They get um, two timeouts in... Oh, they, they may have changed the season, so don't... Sorry to put you on the <laughs> spot there, Simon. I know, it used to be you'd get, you'd get two in the first half and three in the second half. So you, right. can, you can take them at any time, first sure. and second quarter. So it's not limited to the quarter, quarter it's not half. Yeah, but uh, the rule changes, we've had a couple of rule changes. We've got the three referee situation happening for the first time this season for the women. And, um, yeah, the foul, the, the timeout count is normally goes that way. Although that's AIS's first, so Dandenong had the first timeout of this, this quarter, so... Two minutes and 50 seconds remaining on the first quarter clock. It is the AIS 14 leading the... Danny Long Rangers 11, round one WNBL action on sportradio.com.au. John Keogh and Simon Peters bringing you the action from the AIS training hall. How the early point scorers shaping up, Simon? Well, got Katie Ray Ebsbury, uh, she started off very well with five, but she's gotten quiet and hasn't really done much in the last five minutes or so, although uh, she's only just come back out into the floor. So she, that's uh, it's part of what happens with the AS program is you have a, you, as you mentioned before there's quite a lot of rotation so it uh, depends on how much court time they get as to how prolific the scoring can be. Ryan at the line missed the first one and misses a second so that could be costly. There's oh, some no. physical work underneath the basket. That's an offensive foul on uh, Kavanagh. Yeah, the first person. Kavanagh has uh, she's a veteran in the WNBL was captain of the Bullion Boomers for quite a few years and then changed last year to, to head over to Dandenong and uh, by her standards she had an absolute shocker last night. I think she shot 2 of 14 or something and she's renowned as a, as a good shooter. And you can see her now, the whistle's blowing, she's asking the referees what the hell's going on. She's frustrated and uh, yeah, she's a... She's a great player and she's been around for a lot of years, so she'll be disappointed with her efforts so far. Just the six points last night against the Capitals. Wild pass came from Esbury. Turnover coming, throws it inside the basket. Ooh. Kavanaugh drives hard and she's fouled along the way for the Danny Nong Rangers and will go to the line yet again. So a few early fouls here for the AS in the first quarter. Emma Langford picked up that one, so her first personal. Dean Kinsman talking to the refs, not too happy with the, the consistency of the call. Kavanaugh at the line, nails the first, so good work from her. She's a great player, she would, she'd be um, quite, and nailed quite the keen to make up and make amends for her effort last night. So Alison Downey coming back on for the Rangers. Kavanaugh, her first two points this evening, both from the free throw line. Is Bizzery. Esbury brings the ball down for the AIS, coming. Good work, but Esbury got past her. Then it was out of bounds off the foot of a Danny Nong Rangers player. So baseline throw into the AIS. It's going to be taken by Newley. She looks inside the key. Might be forced to go wide. She did. She had to go to Esbury. Just managed to gain control of it to Ironmonger, dishing it back out wide. The AIS mucking around with her a bit. They go inside, and the shot clock rings, and they run. Did they run out of time there, Simon? No, they, there was a foul just before 
the uh, the 24-second clock's gone off, so Stephanie coming with that power. She's going to put Katie Esri on the line to shoot two. She had a good start to this game, and then she spent some time, minutes on the bench midway through this quarter. She nails the first free throw. Let's see how she goes on the second. Molly Lewis and Luella Tomlinson have just come on for the Institute as well. They never look like missing those two free throws. Great work there from Katie Ebzeri, and she gets another two points on the board. She's up to seven points tonight. She's the leading scorer on the court. Oh, Daniel Rangers go inside. Good rebound coming from Tomlinson, though. She pushes it off to her teammate in Langford, who throws a wild pass, and it's off Caitlin Ryan's hands. It'll be a sideline throw-in around the three-point arc on the right-hand side of the court for the RAS. Alison Downey missed a point-blank layup down there. Just, you've got to be making that stuff, especially when you're down by three against the team that last season didn't win a game. Ebsuri pushing wide outside the three-point arc. With the ball, Schatz almost turned it over, got the pass back out to Lewis. Lewis goes wide, three-point shot, Tomlinson is on, pushes it through, she didn't have much time on the shot clock, Not a beautiful three-pointer. <laughs> that was a huge shot. Great work. And now she's playing back down low in the post, meanwhile Ebsery with a turnover will lay it in for the AAS, oh. does she? Good work there, from that oh, oh. the board, and Shaq is down, she put the shot up, scored, and she'll go to the line for a three-point play. It's all happening for the AAS, 21 to 13 they lead. That was a ridiculous foul from Caitlin Ryan, she just sort of decided to give up and not even try to play some D and just reach in there, and uh, man. Shaq's for the three-point play. She misses. Good rebound coming from Waxel. She dishes off to her teammate in number 12, Alison Downey. With the ball now, Ryan. Gets inside to McInerney. She goes hard to the basket. Ooh. Bit of heavy work against Shaq. Could have been an offensive foul. Referee said play on. Pushing the ball down the court now is Langford. Oh, man. And it's out of court underneath the RAS basket. It will be. And AS throwing to be taken by Molly Lewis. This is a team that averaged uh, about 30 turnovers a game last season. Goes so. to Shat. She fouled hard, but wasn't called by the referee. Then Ryan fouled by Shatz, and she, she will go to the line. I think Shatz may have been a little bit frustrated because there was no call on her shot when she went to the basket. Yeah. As Dean Kinsman shakes his head. Ryan will go to the line, an opportunity to become the leading scorer on the court. She has six at the moment. She has seven now. She nails the next. She will go clear of Esbury, who is also on seven points. 54 seconds remaining in his first quarter, and Ryan nails the second. Good work from her from the three-throw line. Bring the ball down the court is Langford for the AS. Right down the centre. Goes to Esbury. Shatz just above the three-point arc. Big three-point shot from Lewis. And there's a foul against Downey. And will that be three free throws from the line? So certainly will. Gee, that is a costly foul because when you're throwing up wild shots like that, she didn't really have a good look at it, did she? That's exactly right. That wasn't necessary. give her that shot. It was mm. a long way out and it wasn't a well thought of. You know, she really rushed, had a look, and it was a big jack. Lewis at the line, three free throws, she has one of the three, can she convert the next two? Caitlin Ryan just having a little bit of a chat with the referee at the moment, Claire Stevenson. Beautiful shooting from Molly Lewis, she has 
two free throws. Can she nail the third? Molly Lewis is a very nice shooter. She's got a really good natural. And she nails the three, and they're shooting very well at the free throw line, the AS, in comparison to the Dandenong Rangers. Pushing down the court now is Palazzolo for the Dandenong Rangers. She's playing the point position, got it off to Ryan. She looks inside, goes to Waxell, forced to go back out to Ryan, who then goes left side in the lane, and she's fouled along the way. Drawing the foul nicely there, Caitlin Ryan knew she could do it, and she did. Uh, Rebecca Schatz picks up her third personal, which is not a bit of a concern. She started the game well, but in early foul trouble, three fouls in the opening quarter to Rebecca Schatz. If this, uh, this foul situation keeps going, we're going to have a long game. <laughs> yeah, Ryan with the second free throw, nails it. And there is a substitution being called. Schatz is being subbed out of the game. Back in is Newley for the AIS. Oh, turnover, McInerney got it from the throw into the AIS. She dishes back out wide to Ryan. Goes into the corner to McInerney. 16 seconds left on the clock in this opening turn. McInerney tries to work inside the paint. She dishes. Great work there. Got it off to her teammate down. She should have nailed the shot. She missed it. On the rebound, Ebsery. She pushes down the court. Heavy work against McInerney, who has been called for a blocking foul. Yeah, just a little late getting there, Mac, at that time. Just the step in front of the the defender. And and McInerney, she's got to be absolutely buggered. She's, she's come back from the the biggest tournament of her life in Brazil. Yep. Only a week ago. So uh, no no rest at all. Isn't no. It? Ebsery nails the first free throw. It's 25-17 in favour of the AES. They're very good from the free throw line, and that is no exemption. Two from two there for young Katie Ebsery. And it's a 26-17 lead at court to time to the AES. They would be very, very happy with that opening term in round one of WNBL action against the Dandenong Rangers here at the AIS Training Hall in Canberra. Hope you're enjoying the action on sportradio.com.au. John Keogh and Simon Peters bringing you that first quarter action. And it is a nine-point lead to the AIS, Simon. Probably not a scoreline we would have been predicting before the start of this match. No, I wouldn't have thought that big this early. The magnitude. Considering the foul count, too, it's, it's about 12 to 5 in favour of Dandenong. So uh, they've had a lot of opportunity to go to the line and... Uh, and catch up basically and, and really haven't done a good job of it. Uh, the, the Institute have looked like pretty much like we'd expect them to look. They're, they're young, they're inexperienced, they're making the, the inexperienced decisions and things but uh, they're playing with they're confidence. Also the ball in the hole. Yeah, they're yeah. playing with confidence and they're Bottom prepared line. to take the Rangers on at the moment and run the ball and really put some pressure on that Rangers. I think their running game in this first quarter of the RAS has been very good, and they are quite a fast unit. Just having a look at the stats now, only uh, five turnovers for the AOS. They would be ecstatic. They, they really had a bad season last season with the turnovers, but uh, the, the rebound counts fairly close with the 12 to 11, but yeah, 12 to 6 is the foul count there. If uh, we keep going like that, there's not going to be anybody left at the end of the game to play, but uh, that's Wow, that's a glaring stat that just stands out straight away. The AIS shooting at 53% from the field. Dandenong shooting at 14. 14. Two of 14. Two of 14. They have 17 points. 
They've hit 13 of them from the free throw line. Well, so that is just huge. AIS can minimise that foul count in the second quarter. That's oh, really yeah. going to make it tough for the Rangers to convert. But the girls are back in for the second quarter. And back onto the court is Kayla Francis. She will take the side court throwing. Ten minutes on the clock. We are resuming in the second quarter here. 26 to 17 the lead to the RAS. Going out wide to Neely. She tries it down the right lane. Off the glass. Wasn't up to the task. And McInerney gets the defensive board. Dishes to Ryan quickly. Who pushes down the left wing of the court. Passes off. Got it out wide to a teammate in Maine. Oh, there's a big three-point shot there from Caitlin Ryan. That was a good shot, Simon. 13 points now for her. She's doing what she can to get this uh, Rangers team back into the game. And uh, certainly having a, a much much more impact than she did last night against the Capitals. Working back underneath the basket there is Molly Lewis. And it's out of play. She will get the throw in at the baseline for the AIS. Goes inside. It was a good pass. Oh, and there's a man. foul. Undisciplined one, too, against Kavanagh. She's, she's playing like a rookie, and she's been around for, you know, 10, 11 years. That will, that will bring Tomlinson to the line. Very uncharacteristic. She's just not playing. Tomlinson is a great shooter for her height. She nailed a three-pointer. In the she's opening quarter, nice and she's shooter. nailed that free throw. Second one, doesn't quite roll in. Kavanagh, the woman who gave away the foul, gets the rebound. Dishes off to Ryan. She pushes left side. Likes to go on the left hand down the court to Kavanagh at the top of the key. Kerr needs to get involved in this game. Looks inside to Maine. Maine now outside the three-point arc. Receives the pass. Good pressure, though, from the AAS. It's exceptional defence. Great work out of the basket there from Francis. A block shot. The Rangers will resume play. 20 seconds on the shot clock. McInerney on the right-hand side of the court. Dishes inside. Shot comes from Kavanagh. Gee, it missed the ring. It only just hit the backboard. Bringing down the ball now is Francis. Gee, that was lightning work from her, being able to dribble it. Not too many big, big girls like her can move the ball like that. That's very nice. Gilly with the ball, looks inside the paint, pulls out for the jump shot. She's been called for a travel, though. Yeah, just shuffled the step as she came across, planted the pivot foot, and then shuffled it just as she shot. So, good call. 27 to 20, the lead for the AS. Eight and a half minutes remaining in this second quarter. Ryan dribbled it onto her foot, dropped it, should be a foot violation, and it is. Eight second violation. She, Eight uh, second to get over halfway. Yeah, if it's, if it's incidental, right. if it accidentally dribbled off the foot, mm. they won't normally call it. If someone right. sticks their foot out, they'll call a violation, right. but they only have eight seconds to get the ball into their front court, and the Rangers are in real trouble. Lewis goes to Kennedy, looking back out wide. Newley nice. goes inside. Francis underneath the basket, heavy work. And there is a foul called. It'll take her to the line. It's been personal, personal for uh, Natasha Main. Natasha Main, yeah. Yep. That's her first of the evening. But it will bring Kayla Francis to the line. She has four points on the board. She now has five. Opportunity to make it six and extend this lead. It's eight points at the moment, 28 to 20. Free throw is beautiful. I tell you what, these girls have been practicing their free throw shooting, Simon. It's exceptional conversion. That's what happens when you, when you live at the Institute. Yep. <laughs> There's not a lot to do except shoot the ball. 
Well, they, they, they go to school and they hang around and shoot the ball. So, yeah, they're having a good time. Kerr dished it to Ryan at the top of the three-point arc. She pushes Molly inside, Lewis. draws yeah. the foul. Heads up, heads up. Molly, Molly Lewis has the foul. AIS leading point scorer at the moment on the court with nine points is Katie Ebzeri. McInerney passes it back out wide to May. With the ball is Ryan just past midcourt now. There is a foul called off the play. Yeah, Ellie Manus has bumped Danica Kerr. She's cut baseline to try to get around and get that ball, and she's just given her a bit of hip and shoulder, which uh, is illegal in uh, women's basketball. Main with the offensive board for the Rangers. Got it back out to Ryan, who goes to Kerr to Ryan. Works the ball, swinging it around at the moment. McInerney in her hands, pushes out to the left-hand corner. Eight seconds on the shot clock. Ryan wants to pull up for the three. Five seconds. She pulls up now for the two-pointer. Excellent board coming from Jamie Kennedy. She brings the ball back down to the court to Molly Lewis. Back to Kennedy. Swings it out wide. Martin with the ball to the top of the key. Oh. Oh, Molly Lewis, that was a costly turnover. Manu, fortunate recipient though. Three-point shot there coming from the big Taylor Francis. Taylor Francis can shoot the three. She's an outstanding three-point shooter. She's 192 centimetres and be able to shoot the ball like that that is a feather in her cap. 32 to 20, the lead to the AES. Kavanaugh working underneath the basket. Great defensive work there from Francis again. And there was a foul after that play against the AES. No, I think they they were looking for the foul, but they've just called it a jump ball. Jump ball. In the end, so right. suggesting that the, the players just simply wrap the ball up rather than there being actually any foul or any contact. Polo, Mariana Tolo come back on. Subbing into the game. She is 196 centimetres, so there is some height in this AIS squad. So the Institute only one rebound more than, than Dandenong in that first quarter. Yep. Which, uh, with the, the height they've got, you'd think they'd be winning that rebound contest comfortably. But... McInerney puts it up wide to the top of the arc, gives it to Kerr with the Kerr. shot. Ooh, Great boards from Manu. Could have possibly nailed that one. The AS bring the ball back down the court on the left side. Kennedy dishes out wide to her teammate in Langford. They swing it out to the right-hand side. Manu works it inside to the basket. Shot comes from Kerr. Langford it was. Great work on the That was a really nice, just soft shot. Fadeaway jump shot. She turned around to it. Yeah, really nice. Kerr with the ball at the top of the three-point arc for the... Dandenong Rangers, they trail 20 to 34. Not a good start to their WNBL season at the moment. They lost, of course, last night in convincing fashion to the Canberra Raiders. There's an air ball from McInerney. AS pushed back down the court. Oh, man. Gee, costly turnover there coming from. Langford was way out in front of it, and uh, Nikita Martin should have hit her early on that pass, but she kept carrying it, kept carrying it, and. Uh, once again, just a rookie decision. Just she just get that ball up bit, early. She looked a little bit hesitant, didn't she? Yeah, yeah. I mean, any time you're pushing the ball up the floor in a fast break situation like that, you want to get the ball up forward early as early as you can. If the, if the pass is there to push it up ahead, then do it by all means because you're going to make the defense have to react. If you're just dribbling it up and no one's passing the ball, there's no ball movement. It's much easier for the defense to be able to recover, get in the lanes, 
get set up to play D. So, and that's exactly what we saw there. The pass ended up coming low, uh, late to, to Mariana Tolo, and she was forced into a bad pass back to Martin down there. So, that's all good though. I mean, they're they're up by 14, and uh, if you can be making mistakes like that during the game and be up by 14, then you're having a good night. Time out at the RAS training hall between the RAS and Dandenong Rangers is round one of the WNBL season. 34 to 20, the lead for the RAS at the moment. The youngsters taking up to their more experienced but depleted Rangers opponents. Can they maintain the rage? And they are depleted, but I mean, there's some good players in this yep. team that are having absolute shockers and. They had bad games last night, and they're, they're carrying it into this game tonight as well. Langford gave it back into Tolo, dished it out wide. Langford across the basket, or oh, was a three-point attempt. Wasn't nailed though from Martin, and there's a board taken Downey by Downey. Downey a really good rebound. Good work. Downey gives it to Ryan. She's pushing slowly up the court. Just gets over before the eight seconds. Yeah. Dishes to Downey. Downey just taking her time. She's at the right flank. Pushes left nice. underneath the Kerr. That was a better move. Kerr forced the foul when she went to the basket against Manu, I think, that time. Langford picking up Langford. Yeah, for a second. I guess the good thing for the RS is they are rotating that bench. They are yeah. scoring a lot of fouls, but because the rotations are coming through, Definitely. it's not affecting any individual players substantially. No, they've really only got Schatz, in, uh, Schatz with three and Tolo with three. They're the only two that are they're in any sort of foul trouble. Kerr nails. Oh, only got two, sorry. Nails the free throw. She has four points. She really needs to lift for the fifth, and she nails it. So okay, nails both the free throws. She has five points now. Annika Kerr. She'll be looking to build on that. Martin with the ball on the right flank. Dishes back out wide. <laughs> Tolo. Good work from her. Gets the pass off to Langford. Back out wide. Martin inside the paint now. Tolo got it under the basket and good work there. There's a foul by the Dandenong Rangers. Just bad decisions. I can't believe this is a team and we're watching. You know, yeah, they are depleted. They're they're undermanned, but these are these are players that were in last year's grand final. Downey, the culprit there of the flower. Yeah, they're just. It's it's almost like I mean you're watching them. It's like they've given up already and they're just going oh you know. I'll just reach in here. It doesn't matter. The game's over yep. already. Kennedy. There's still 25 minutes left in this game. Absolutely. Kennedy at the line. This is the first. Can she convert the second? She can. To make it a 34 to 22 lead in favour of the AS. That's 35 to 22. So 13 points. The AS looking to put their first win on the board in more than a season. They were winless last year. McInerney with the ball at the top of the ring. Drives inside. Draws the foul. Nails the lane. And she'll go to the line for a three-point play. She forced the issue there, McInerney. Her game has been okay tonight, Emily McInerney. She's probably been one of the better rangers out there, I would suggest. Definitely. Still, she does only have four points on the board. And she missed the three-point play. Coming back down the court now is Kennedy, the right wing. She goes to the right flank. Martin with the ball. Dishes wide to the corner. Back to Kennedy. Just inside the paint. Gets out wide. Big three-point oh, shot. Yeah. Was disappointing from Martin. And turnover comes now. Kerr works around the court. Receives a pass from Ryan. 
turnover now with the AAS. They have the ball. Martin goes straight down the centre of the court. Dishes newly. Lewis with the shot. Molly Lewis, great three-pointer there for the AAS. And she makes it 38 to... Outside shooter Molly Lewis. And yeah. set her up beautifully for that shot. Costly turnover against the Rangers. Coming, working inside now for the Rangers. She was undersized there. Lewis got the... Defensive rebound to Martin now. She works inside the three-point arc. Lewis thought about the three-point shot. Wasn't there. Polo works underneath the basket. And she drew the foul in the process. And Tolo will go to the line. Annika Kerr picks up her second personal. Larissa Kavanagh and uh, Natasha Main coming back on for the Rangers. And also back on for the AIS. Mia Newley and Katie Ebsery, which is a nice move to have, a nice luxury to, to have had Ebsery sitting on the bench for probably the last five or six minutes. Absolutely. And keep that lead ahead. She's certainly a big part of the AIS's uh, offensive set. So I missed the second free throw after converting the first, so it's 39 to 24. Caitlin Ryan going down right side of the court, dribbling with her back in towards Ebsery. Ebsery. A blocking foul there, just went into Caitlin Ryan. Bit of experience there from Ryan to draw the foul. So that will take the Dandenong Rangers to the line. Well, this is where they've been scoring from all night, so they'll be keen to use the next three and a half minutes of uh, being in the bonus yep. to, uh, to get to the line and, and get the easy baskets. Absolutely, as Ryan makes the most of that opportunity, nails the first free throw. Can she nail the second? Shot on now is good. It juggled its way in. The Ebsbury playing point, and now the Rangers are playing a press up the court. Molly Lewis almost turned it over. Great work there from McInerney. Almost forced the turnover. But Ebsbury regathers for the AAS. Backing out wide now to Lewis outside the three-point arc. Ebsbury on the right flank. Dishes out oh, wide. Man. There's a turnover there. Rangers Martin. have the ball. Martin just threw that straight to Lewis the Kavanagh. Ryan pushes out wide to the right flank. She gets the pass back from her teammate in Downey with a fadeaway jump shot. Will it roll in? Lewis underneath. Kavanagh gets the offensive board for the Rangers. Dishes back cleverly. Downey missed the shot. She should have made that one off the glass. In fact, it was her teammate in Maine. Her lookalike teammate. Ryan wants the three-point shot. Forced inside. Kavanagh just threw it over her head. And she scored it off the glass. It was a pretty fortunate shot in there. And she just yeah. threw it up there, and it luckily went in off the glass. And she drew the foul in the process. It's definitely a lucky basket for Kavanaugh. But uh, could be exactly what she needs, just to get her confidence up. Go, you know, that was a tough basket under a lot of pressure. Uh, just sort of clanged it off the back of the glass. But, um, hey, you take them when you when you having a shocker. You'll you'll take them from wherever they come from. But um, yeah. Coach Dean Kinsman for the AIS will call on the time out there. You can see there's a bit of a momentum change that's sort of coming yeah. over the last two minutes, and here we're going to be putting a stop to that straight away. They're still up by, even with that made basket, they're still up by 11. Yep. And I uh, want the girls to just focus on the, the job at hand. It's always, it's always the thing with the AIS, both in the men and the women. They're, they're young players, they're inexperienced, and it's that... I think as a coach, you, you really want your players to play the whole 40 minutes. But uh, sometimes that doesn't happen with the younger younger players. And it inevitably ends up being about 10 minutes of the game where the, yep. the mind wanders and they oh, wander around. But 
the, lead, the job the coach has got to do to keep them focused that whole 40 minutes. The lead is 39 to 28. No one into double figures on the court yet, but the IS do have two players on nine points, Kayla Francis and Katie Ebsery. So those two players having an impact in this game. Kayla Ryan, the, the lone hand for Dan on 15 of their 28 points. There you go. Kavanagh makes the three-point play, so she'll be feeling good about that. As the IS bring the ball back down to the court, Ebsery on the right flank, swings it out right to the left with the ball is newly. Goes back to Tolo, Tolo forces it inside, and there's a travel called against Nickett Martin. Good D. Good D from uh, Ryan. You can see the grimace on her face. She thought, oh, God, I'm being called for a foul here. But So the tempo in this game just changing. It's swung back towards the Rangers in the last couple of minutes. McInerney just over halfway, dribbling on the left, dishes inside to Ryan, uses her body against Ebsery. Can't nail the shot, though. Newly. It was almost fouled. Tolo dishes off wide to Francis. She works her way into the paint. Passes out wide. Three-point attempt. Coming oh, off the boy. hands of Martin. Couldn't nail it. Offensive board, good work from Tolo there. Got it back out to Newry. Now with Francis, and there is a foul called against the Dandenong Rangers. Natasha Main. Her second personal, so the AIS now in the bonus as well. Francis at the bonus line. She's been good tonight. Misses that one just a little she's bit too much on it. She went backwards as she shot. you got yep. to make sure you're going up. That's better. That's looking better. And, and she's in for a 10th point of the evening. And the AS lead 42-29. Caitlin Ryan pushing down the court on her left hand. Preferred. Looks back right now. Oh, oh Downey. Downey. It was an awkward pass for her. She just managed to regather it. Could have done slightly better. Kavanaugh provides the screen. Downey just inside. Two-point attempt. Almost dropped in. Not quite, though. Newly. Dishing off wide to Esbury. They swing it out wide to, on the right-hand side of the court. Newly forces the turnover there. She'll be disappointed with that effort. And Jamie Kennedy coming back on for Katie Ray Adzeri, giving her a break with 1.19 left in this first half. Kavanaugh brings it back in from the baseline. Defensive side for the Dandenong Rangers. Ryan bringing the ball up the court. Shot clock to 17 seconds, now to 14. Main with the ball, dishes out to McInerney, just inside the elbow, gets it to Ryan, five on the clock, she works inside the paint, great work from the AS. forced the turnover, and Francis pushes down the court, gets it off to Kennedy, Francis outside the three-point arc, they swing it round, Newley gets it inside the paint, Kennedy thought about the shot, and then there is a foul after she passed it to Newley, who will go to the line. Natasha Main picking up her third personal. Just reaching in there, and once again, she didn't really need to. Larissa Kavanagh had good position and got her in trouble, so she, she comes off, Annika Kerr comes back on, and me and Newley will go to the line. Newley. First shot is a swish right through, so good work from her. It's her first point of the evening. And now her second point of the evening. Lovely work from her. So 42 to 29. We're into the last 35 seconds of the second quarter here between the AAS and Dandenong Rangers. WNBL 
at the AS training hall. McInerney dishes inside to Kerr, goes with the underarm, flick. Could have been more stringent than that. Tolo with the rebound. It's Francis. Just stood out of bounds as she tried to gather that one yep. in around Tolo. So Danny will have another chance. There's 19 left on the clock, so the shot clock is off. They'll be looking to run the clock right down, you would imagine. They'll take the time they need just yep. to get a good look at it. McInerney dished it out wide now. They look to run the clock down. Caitlin Ryan thought about the shot. 12 seconds. Down to 8 seconds now. Ryan wants to push wide. Will she pull up for the shot? She dishes out wide. Shot comes from Downey off the three-point arc. Is missed. And that is it. Half time here. There's a wild half-court attempt from Mia Newley of the AS, but too little too late. The half-time siren had rung, and the scoreline shows a 42-29 lead to the AIS. Yeah, they, they'd be very happy. They've really held that lead of sort of 13 to 14 points for most of that quarter, and uh, they had Stanton uh, made a bit of a run at them there for a bit, and... They were able to, to hold them off, stave them off, and just keep things going. But uh, a good finish there for the Institute girls, and they'll be looking to, to really consolidate that on through into the second half. We'll take a break here on Sport Radio and be back in a few minutes' time for the second half of WNBL action between the AIS and the Dandenong Rangers. Welcome back to the AIS training hall. We're about to get underway for the second half between the AIS and Dandenong Rangers. First round action of WNBL. John Keogh and Simon Peters with you to bring you the second half. At the moment it is a 42 to 29 point lead in favour of the AIS. Simon, they are on fire at the moment, the girls. The Rangers have lots of work to do. Uh, the, the scariest stat, I have not seen a stat like this in a WNBL game. Uh, in living memory for me, 5 of 31. This is a team that, yeah, I've said it a couple of times during the call already. Yes, they are under man, but th these are the grand finalists from last yep. year. They, and the, you look at the core of that team. Yes. Uh, Larissa Kavanagh played in the finals for another team. Yep. Annika Kerr played in the finals for another team. The other three are all from Dandenong, all played this team. There's yep. no excuse that 5 uh, 31, they just, it's almost like they just don't care. They're, it's bizarre. It's, they just seem to be lacking a bit of leadership out there at the moment as well. Someone's really got to stand up for them. Caitlin Ryan had a good first half, 15 points. She's playing a lone hand, that's she is. Cool. I mean, The next best score is 5 points. So 18, they've only scored 11 points from the field yep. in one half of basketball. Yep. 18 points they've picked up on the free throw line, which is just, it's just unbelievable. Uh, some of the other stats, Institute 10 turnovers, so that, that's well above their standard of last year. They average about 30, 35, so they'll be happy. Underway here in the second half, Schatz moving inside between the three-point arc and the key, puts up the left-hand shot, couldn't nail it, McInerney gets the first board. She turned it over, gave it to Ebsery, Schatz now, oh, she's fouled by McInerney. McInerney stood her ground, but she's been called for... A knock on the arm. Yeah, it's a second for M. McInerney. She's been given two shots there. Was she in the art of shooting there, Simon? Um, I wouldn't have said so. I wouldn't but, have thought uh, so. Maybe a little bit early, but Schatz is at the line. a little generous. Yes. 
She misses the first. They've been good in the first half with the free throw conversions, the AAS girls. Definitely 16 to 21. That's, some, that's very good shooting from the line. That nails the second. So one from two on those attempts. 43 to 29. Caitlin Ryan bringing the ball down, down in the court. Ebsery in pursuit. Dished off to Downey. Good pressure coming from Martin there. They kick it out wide to... McInerney, she looks inside to Cavanagh. Great work though under the basket by Ryan. She gets a block on the shot from Kerr. They turn it over, the AS down the court, shaps on the fast break, goes down the left lane and nails the way in. Great pressure. Five points now for Rebecca Schatz and the Institute's uh, firing on all cylinders to start this half. Kerr. Dishes off to McInerney, still outside the perimeter. Bounce passes inside to Kavanagh. Kavanagh works underneath the basket, puts the shot up. Ryan got hands for the rebound, and then she gives away a foul against Annika Kerr. Kayla Francis picks it up. That's her third personal. Just the shot selection. That Kavanagh there, just you know, reaching in with the little flip over the head. That's a bad shot. It's a bit pretty, isn't it? Needs to be more of a shot you do when you're down by 16 no. and you, you've shot. 5 at 31 for the first half. Annika Kerr gives it to McInerney outside the three-point arc on the left flank. Looks inside, not much on offer. Kerr at the top of the key, gives it to Ryan. Ryan is being pressured by Ebsery. Kerr provided a good screen. Kavanaugh with a shot from the baseline now, and she nails it from about 15 feet. That's a better effort from her, and that's what she's going to be looking for. She is a really nice shooter, Larissa Kavanaugh, when she's taking good shots, and she just hasn't been taking good shots. Martin with the ball at the top of the key, turned it over, Kavanaugh on the break, doesn't have the confidence to go all the way, and slows it up and gives it to Ryan, who goes to Downey, back to Ryan, she's on the left flank, to Kerr at the top of the arc, to McInerney, pressured from Schatz, good work from her, Kavanaugh looking to be the go-to player early in this second half, pass wasn't good to Downey, and they turn it over, down the court, Francis dribbling, the young lady was a fortuitous pass in the end, ended up in the arms of Martin, dishing it back out wide to Francis. She goes out wide to Ebsery, under the Martin. basket, great work there from Tolo. That was a really nice move from Tolo, she wanted to go right, but the defence was there, just took a couple of extra dribbles and went left-handed and got the easy layup. Downey with the ball, passes it behind her back, now Kerr, McInerney. Provided with a screen by Kerr, looks inside the paint, good work, down he goes strong to the basket, scores the two points and draws the foul. It did go through there, Simon? Yep, the basket's good, but, um, well, it's, it's what we need. Alison Downey's got to be making those yeah. layups, and, and that was a nice pickup for her there. So They look to be going inside to Kavanaugh and Downey a bit more in this second half, penetrating to get in there with the pass and trying to use that muscle that they have over the AAS. Well, it's definitely what you're going to do if you're, if you're having a poor shooting night, which they are clearly having. You want, to, you want your shots to be as high percentage shots as, as possible. There's nothing higher than a layup, so... Uh, Keep going inside if you're down in it. Ebsery running the court for the AAS at the moment. Back out the top to Shatz beyond the nice. free throw line and nails the jump shot. Beautiful work from Rebecca Shatz. Got over the screen, dribbled into the free throw line and just an easy J. Kavanaugh again the go-to player inside the paint and she lays it in. That is better signs from the Rangers. Definitely, it's like a new, new team shooting-wise. And you see, the second they, they get a couple of baskets now, and the defense is jumping at every pass. The, 
they're feeling confident. They, you know, they're not out of this game by any stretch of the imagination. There's a lot of court time left. It's 16 minutes. They're down by 13. Turnover against the AS. Ryan with the ball in her hands for the Rangers. Goes to the top of the arc. Downey. McInerney. They're working their way back in. Kavanagh tries to work inside. Two-point jump shot. Beautiful work from Melissa Kavanagh. This is the kind of shooter she's always been. And, and, and that's why last night, and certainly in the first half of this game, we've just all been a bit stunned. This young AS team under pressure now. They lead 49-38. to 38, But the halftime margin has been narrowed. Ebsery fakes the shot. Bounce pass back out wide. And there's a travel called against Tomlinson of the AS. She thought about pulling up for the jump shot, then faked and travelled in the process. You see the momentum shift, the, the confidence is now with the Rangers. The AIS not looking confident, they're not looking to attack the basket like they have all game. The opening minutes of this, this quarter even, they were, they were attacking beautifully. They were really coming on very hard out of the halftime break. Now, in a, in a matter of a minute of gameplay, it, it's completely reversed. McInerney went to Ryan from the throw-in. She looks inside the arc. Kavanagh stepping up this time. She goes the two-point shot from about just inside the three-point arc. She's a part of this bang. Half. She She's is back right. to vengeance. <laughs> I've put up about 30 shots in the last two nights. They were horrible. I've finally found out what's going on now. She is in the zone in this third quarter, no doubt about it. Applying some pressure. Tomlinson at the top for the AAS. Turns the ball over. Downey on the break. Will she go all the way? She has Shatskin's hand with... Decides to pull up and stop. Gives it off to Ryan. Kavanaugh with the three unleashes. Can't nail it. Was in and out. She's got the hot hand. That's an open shot for her too. I'd be taking it. Ebsery brings the ball down the right-hand side. Looks inside the centre. Tomlinson got the pass from Schatz at the top. Works it nice. Manu goes with the shot. shot. Manu, not a good shot. She didn't look up at the basket in the process. And Caitlin Ryan on the rebound now for the Rangers. Ebsery applying some very good pressure. Ryan goes with the crisscross dribble though and she pulls up for the jumper and nails it. It's a big Ooh. run here from the, from the Rangers. They are really firing on all four now. They're really going hard. Seven points to deficit. 49 plays, 42 in favour of the AS. This young AS team oh. will be interesting to see how they respond to the pressure. Not well at the moment. They turn it over again. Ryan down the court to McInerney. Fakes the pass, goes back to Ryan, who's just beyond half court. 14 shot seconds on the shot clock. Looks inside. Waxel taking her time. Bounce pass to Kavanagh from the free throw line. Shot just short. And it comes out of bounds off two AIS players. And Dean Kinsman calls a very quick timeout, as he well would, because that margin has been whittled away to seven points, Simon. I would have called that timeout uh, a ways back, probably a minute or two earlier. That, uh, there was a, a big momentum shift we saw probably at the six-minute mark. We're at 4.22 now, and um, AIS are just not reacting to it at all. They're just looking, looking at each other for answers. They've completely gone on the back foot offensively. They look disorganised and slow getting back in defence. And uh, Dandenong hit, they really hit three shots in a row there and bang, they were just away with the game. Dandenong have scored 13 points to the RAS's seven in this third quarter. Yep. 
And the AS are just getting a little bit jumpy and jittery, aren't they? That young team just need to calm themselves down. They hit the first four regroup. points of the quarter, too, yep. so it's really a 13-3 run. Yep. Dandenong's favour, they've really taken over. Both coaches just having words to their players. Gary Fox coaching the Dandenong Rangers and Dean Kinsman, the coach of the AAS. There's a bit of cheering coming from the AAS group as they break up. They don't want to give away this game. They've fought hard in the first half. They led 42 to 29 at half time. It's now 49 to 42 in favour of the AAS still, but just a seven-point margin. They've got to go back to their game plan yep. and play the way they played in the first half. The Rangers are certainly looking to move the ball inside, but they're not scared to take the shots from the outside. They're just playing with more confidence. Kavanagh is the player who stepped up, goes with the hook shot, and there is a foul called against Kavanagh that occasion, and it will go the way of the AAS. That was under the basket. After she took the shot, she went back for the rebound. So they did the right thing there. Where Kavanaugh has struggled tonight is when she's had to go back to the basket, try to, to post play into the ring, and she just hasn't even looked like getting anywhere near it. She went back to that then. They played good D, and uh, the result was the AIS fault. Pulling up for the shot is Kennedy. Two points is short offline. Ryan will bring the ball back down for the Dandenong Rangers. 49 to 42 in favour of the AAS. Three minutes 45 seconds remaining in this third quarter. Kavanaugh with the ball at the top of the arc, goes to the right hand side, finds Downey, gets a bit of space, pulls up with a big jump shot. It bowled it in but didn't go in. Bringing the ball down now is Schatz, looking to make some moves. Goes backwards on the dribble. Kennedy unloads with the three catchy nail at no. McInerney was late on the rebound but still got there. Caitlin Ryan is working tirelessly, as she did last night. The AS about to sub in two of their key players, Francis and also Ebsbury. Their two key players back onto the court in only a matter of moments. McInerney, meanwhile, works inside the key. Shot comes from the hands of Waxel. Offensive board comes from Kavanagh. And there is a jump ball. Manu and Kavanagh in dispute of that, but... It will go to the Dandenong Rangers. What do you call that rule, Simon? There is no longer an actual jump ball, as in a throw No, we've got the possession arrow and... Uh, possession arrow. I hate it. It's an, it's an American rule that they brought in uh, two seasons ago, and it, I think it takes out of the game that, that challenge for the ball. But I agree. Any particular reason they've brought that rule in? Uh, we could debate that for a couple of hours. <laughs> um, but um, is there is there one strong argument why the the why theory was that it, that it it speeds the game up because you're not pausing, getting everybody right. to go to the circle, organise a jump ball. Sure. You just go well. There's the arrow. It's going to Dandenong. They get the ball. Sure. McInerney with the ball drives inside. She's fouled by Shats on the way to the basket. Don't think she was putting the shot up though. Schatz has been called for a fourth foul, so she's only got one more in her favour. Dean Kinsman, tough decision there. Will he sub her out and try and save her for the final stanza? Looks like he may leave her in at this stage. So, big call there, although there is a substitution being made. Newly is coming in for Schatz, so that probably is the wise move there, Simon. Definitely, they wouldn't. They need to. They've they've slowed down the run. So, Kavanaugh pulls up for the jump shot, misses. They turn it over there. The AAS. 
Disappointing there from Kennedy. Back inside to Kavanagh, who lays in an easy layup on the right-hand lane. Just again, the slow reaction to the yep. to the situation that the AIS found themselves in, just disorganised and, and no confidence against. They're playing a little bit apprehensive basketball at the moment. Ebsery dishes wide to Francis. She's outside the arc, moves inside. Ooh, it wasn't a good-looking shot. It was a no-look at the basket. Horrible-looking shot. It almost dropped. Rangers push down the court. Move inside to Kavanagh. She has had a terrific third quarter. Missed the shot, though. Ebsery wants to push down the court. She does. Goes to Kennedy on the break. Pulls up short, though. They oh, move man. the ball inside, and McInerney forces it over the line. Just all the confidence gone out of the Institute's game. They're just... Tentative passing, tentative shots, tentative attacking the, the basket as well. Can happen with a young team. Ebsery with the ball at the top, the right flank, moves inside, pulls up with a sensible two-point jumper, and that was all class. That was a great little move. She just kept the dribble alive, got herself some room in just outside the key and nailed it. And nothing extravagant about it. It was just the right move, didn't try and do too much, and a good settler there for the AAF. They lead 51-44, to 44, so still... Seven points in front. A minute and a half remaining in this third quarter. Caitlin Ryan pulls up a long way for three, and she missed everything in air ball. Not the shot they needed, but I mean they're doing well. They're, they're wearing down the the institute, and they needed to just keep that going. She was a meter behind the perimeter there. Yeah. Not disciplined basketball. She can shoot from out there, but yep. she's got to realise too that she's played 40 minutes. She played a big game last night. She's had a big part of this game. Ebsery, great pass under the basket to Francis, who lays it in. That was a sweet move. Katie Ebsery's decided that uh, she's going to take it on her shoulders to stop the rock. That was a phenomenal move there, and Francis was right onto it as well. That was a great duet there from those two players. McInerney swings it out wide to Downey, works her way along the baseline, and there is a foul called on her way to the basket against Newley, I think. Yeah, Mia Newley picks up her, uh, I think that is the first. Newley, her second foul. So Downey to the line. 53 to 44 in favour of the AIS. Downey goes to the line, nails the first. Eight points the margin in favour of the AIS. Rebounds on here. Downey. Nails it though, there are no rebounds. And a substitution. Annika Kerr coming back in for the Dandenong Rangers. She replaces Demelza Waxel. So that's a good substitution for the Rangers. Yep. Kerr has spent some time on the interchange tonight, hasn't she? Yeah, well, she hasn't played well either last night or, or tonight. She top scored for the Rangers last night, but by her standard, I don't think she had a very good game. Katie Ebsry blazes down the baseline and makes the layup. She is having a stellar game at the moment, Ebsery. She 13 points. 13. Yeah. Her and Francis, neck and neck, both on 13 points. 15 points, seconds remaining in this third term. Kerr with the ball. She'll try and run down the clock. They move it out wide to the corner. Forced to shoot is Kavanaugh with oh. three points. And a good rebound. And there is the three-quarter time buzzer. So they fought back towards the end of that quarter, courtesy of some great work from Katie Ebsbury there, the AIS. The lead is 55-46. to 46. That is a terrific quarter of basketball, Simon. Yeah, the Institute really stuck on that 49 there for a while, and the, the three baskets that sort of steadied the ship for them. 
Caddy uh, Ebsrew scored twice and was involved in the scoring the other one. So uh, she's clearly decided that enough's enough and that we're not going to let this game slip away. She's uh, on 13 points now. Kayla uh, Francis with 13 as well for the Institute. Kayla uh, Ryan has 17 for the Rangers and, of course, 15 points now for Larissa Kavanagh. She had five at half-time, so a 10-point quarter for her. But uh, toward the end of that game, yeah, just got a bit frustrated and made some bad choices. But um, some work to do still for the Rangers. Three-quarter time score, 55-46 to 46 in favour of the AS. Interesting to note, though, at halftime it was 42-29 to 29 in favour of the AS. Not that dissimilar to the halftime score last night between the Townsville team and also the Sydney team, the Flames and the Fires. At halftime in that match, it was 42-30 to 30 in favour of the Fire. They went on to lose that match, Simon, so... That doesn't all go well for the AAS. They need to stick to their guns here and play positive basketball well, if you look in the at, remaining quarter. You look at the breakdown of quarters in this game. They won the first by nine, the second quarter by four. Dandenong have reversed that one, this by four. So, at the end of the day, I don't think the AAS would be too disappointed only giving back four points in that third quarter because at Absolutely. one stage it did look oh. like it was going to be a lot worse. As we mentioned, there was a 13-point to three run there at one stage, they, Dandenong were throwing everything at them, just going hammer and tongs. Yep. And uh, through mainly the, the consistency and, and uh, I mean, you, you mentioned it during the call, John, the um, just sensible play from Katie Ebsery. She just settled things down, yep. worked through their offences, didn't do anything amazing, didn't try to jack up threes, just drove to the basket, good offence, good passing. Yep. Kennedy restarts play in the final quarter for the AAS. Goes straight to the go-to player, Ebsery. Dishes out wide to Newley. She goes back to Ebsery. Ten on the shot clock. Newley works her way inside the basket. It was a good little move. The shot just didn't drop. And the rebounds come up for the Dandenong Rangers. Caitlin Ryan continuing to play point guard and pushes down the left flank. Gives a little bit of an elbow to Ebsery. Referees let that go. Not a lot in it. McInerney swings it out wide to the left to Downey. Underneath the basket is Kerr. Should have nailed that shot. And she gives away a foul after she missed the shot. Annika Kerr, disappointing result there. She third out Francis. Yeah, just, you know, get over the frustration. Annika Kerr is an international player. She's in the New Zealand national team. You'd expect a little more composure and a little more experience from uh, from that player. Coach Kinsman keeping Shat off the court at this stage. She is on four fouls. May sub her in later in the quarter, you would imagine. AAS turn the ball over. Kerr underneath her defensive basket. Dishes it off to Ryan. Brings it straight down the centre of the court. Dribbling. Looks to go wide. Does now. Downing with the ball at the right flank. Pushes inside to the basket. Was a good move. Kerr with the offensive board. Should have done better with the shot. Francis, great work from her. Dishes off to Newley. She almost is forced into the air. Kennedy dishes out wide. Epsery thought about the three-point shot. Moves yeah. inside. It was a bold move. Didn't nail the shot. Strong move. A difficult she, shot in the end, but still a, a good move and an attacking move to the basket. She really zigzags and moves quickly, oh, yeah. doesn't she? She is great really fleet of foot. Yep. Ryan, there's a foul here, a heavy one as well. Kerr's moved on the screen. Yep. Which way it is going against Ebsery. 
Don't know if there's much you could do about that one, Simon. As you did say, Kerr did move on the screen. That was a terrible call. She did. She completely moved on the screen. Kerr is being subbed out of the game. Back in is Waxel. Downey at the top gives it to McInerney. Looks inside the basket. Gee, she's everywhere at the moment, Ryan. She's playing point guard. She's getting in underneath it. She forces the foul on the shot and she will go to the line. Katie Everdrew picks up her fourth. So she's gone from two fouls to four fouls in the matter of ten seconds, Simon. Yeah. That's a concern because she is their gun player. Well, she very, very hardly done by on that first foul there, but uh, that's all right. She's got the timeout now to just, well, the, the, the break in the free throw shooting to just think, okay, we've still got eight minutes to go. Yep. I need to be out on the floor. I mean, she really has sparked them in, uh, in staying in this game. One good sign is Kennedy has been okay when Schatz and Ebsery haven't been able to participate in the carry of the ball. She has the ball now, Kennedy. Swings it out very wide to the left-hand corner. Gets it to her teammate, Martin. There's only four, two seconds on the shot clock. They're going to be forced to shoot it, and they run out of time. Good deep from down and on. So Ryan on the quick getaway. Gives it to Waxel, back to Ryan. With the ball now is Downey. She's at mid-court, just forward of the centre, in the front half. Goes to the right flank, dishes wide to the corner. Working there well is McInerney. Pulls up for a big jumper on the key. Nails it. Yeah. Just again, that's similar stuff to what Katie Evesry was doing at the end of that last quarter. Just attacking the basket, pulling up, getting a good-looking shot. 55-50 to 50 to lead. Big three-point play here from Francis. Misses from the top. Offensive board comes from Kennedy. Dishes back out to Francis, to Ebsbury. She's on the left flank. Pushes to Kennedy, to Francis. Moves inside, wants the shot. Great dish, though, to Tolo. And she nails it off the glass. Terrific play there. Still staying ahead. Seven points ahead for the Institute. They just need to hang tough. They need to maintain this margin for the next few minutes and not let the Rangers get within those one or two basket margins. Ryan with the ball. She's on the right three-point line. Moves inside the arc and nails the two-point. She is a shooter, and that's what she does best. So the Institute... I'm not sure who's playing D on there. If it was Katie Edgery, I'd think about maybe switching her off. She's got four fouls. You need someone that's going to be able to wear, Ryan. It's a good point. Lackluster pass came from Martin. Kavanagh got in the way, but she knocked him out of court. Timeout has been called by Gary Fox, the coach of the Dandenong Razors. Rangers. Six and a half minutes remaining in this final quarter. 57 to 52 the lead in favour of the AOS. They were winless last year, Simon. Can they notch up a victory in their first game of the season? They can. They're just going to have to stick to the game plan. And I think... Uh Dean Kinsman would have been thanking Gary Fox for that timeout because things yeah. are starting to slide a bit back into favour of Dandenong. AIS have just got to play basketball. Don't worry about the, you know, jacking up the three-point shots, the crazy passes and stuff. Just attack the basket, go hard, play good defence down here. Don't be looking to steal all the time. You can see them, they're really keen to get a hand in that lane and try to get the steal. You're too overzealous in that area, they end up fouling, or if you get in trouble with... Uh, going out ahead of the play, you, you open the basket to the person you're defending, so they just need to stay calm, keep the game plan they've had for the, for the first half, definitely, and just go to town. They're heading out with a very inexperienced 
not not their frontline players in this remaining six and a half minutes. The AS no. sitting down some of their absolute key players in Francis Chats and also Ebsery. Oh, Shatz is back out there now. Oh, sorry, Shatz is out there, yeah. as part of that timeout. But they're two key players. Oh, Ellie Manu. Manu. Tough shot. Not a, not a great shot, but it's dropped for them. And that was just what the doctor ordered, wasn't it? Definitely. That puts it back out to a seven-point lead. That's a handy buffer with six minutes remaining in this final quarter. Can the IAS girls get their first win in the maiden game of the season? McInerney with the ball on the left flank outside the arc. Moves inside, tried to draw the foul. Passed oh. off to Kavanagh who missed the overhead shot. Good work there from the AES. Bringing up the court now is Martin. She's under some pressure, moves inside the Tolo. She could have gone inside to the basket. Kennedy outside the three-point arc. They work it round. Shats. She's on four fouls with the ball. Moves, gets it back out now. Top. Needs to get into the low post. Gives it to Kennedy who's in the position. Turn around, fadeaway jump shot. That was a great shot from Jamie Kennedy. Nine points now. Nine points. Pressure way back on the Rangers again now, but... Reaching in foul called against Kennedy. Jamie Kennedy picks up her third personal. Well, this line-up is working at the moment for the AS. Ryan moves inside. Too easy that time. She had a little bit too much strength against Kennedy. Kennedy will bring the ball back down for the AIS. Goes left flank. Gives it off to Martin. Dribbling with the ball. Goes to Schatz. Schatz goes across with the dribble. And the foul is forced as she made her way into the key. Alice Downey, she picks up her personal. So not a major concern for her. Only two fouls. The margin, 61 to 54. Seven points the difference. Four minutes, 55 remaining on the clock. With the ball is Martin. Oh, oh turnover. It's a bad pass. McInerney intercepted it. Gave it off to Ryan, who brings it down left side. Looks inside to Kavanagh. She's double teamed. Dishes back out to McInerney. The pass to Kavanagh comes off Tolo's hands. And there will be a baseline throw in for the Dandenong Rangers. That was an important play down there. They had another 24 oh, seconds. Oh, caught on the unawares there. And Ooh. it could be a three-point play as well. It's going to Waxel. be has nailed the basket off the glass. Manu was caught on the unaware there, should have known better, and the pass came far too easy to Waxer, who nailed the basket and was then fouled on the shot. That's costly. Just going back to this one down here, they had the foul, and the opportunity to run another 24 seconds off, get a good look at the basket, and they threw the ball away with two or three seconds into the 24-second play. And now Waxel with the free throw off the glass. Now, you don't see that too often. Now it's a three-point turnaround. Four points to margin. They need to look inside to Francis here. Watching her very closely is Kavanagh. They move it around the perimeter. Francis with it out wide in the right-hand corner. Shaps. There's only three seconds left on the shot. Shaps with the left-hand throw. Horrible Doesn't shot. knock it down. Ryan pushes down. She slows it up, waits for her forwards to get in position. Goes wide to Downey. They want a timeout here, the AS. Downey underneath the basket, double team, gets it to Kennedy. Kavanaugh oh. nails it. Oh, it's back to a two-point margin now, Simon. And they have really tensed up here, the AS. 61 to 59. Four Dean minutes remaining. Called, called the timeout. He's putting Molly Lewis back in the game. I think he's crazy. You've got to get Katie Edgery back out there now. 
she's a starter in this team, and yeah, she might be tired, might be a lot of responsibility. She's 16, but she's on four fouls. That's why she's here. Yep. She's not doing anything for you sitting on the bench. The game is slipping away. Two-point game now. It was only a minute or so ago. It was a nine-point buffer. They've got to get their best squad out on the floor. One player we should probably make note of, Caitlin Ryan having a terrific game. 23 points for the Dandenong Rangers. Mm-hmm. You'd hate to see where they would be without her tonight because she's been running the floor. She's been taking jump shots. She's been working in under the basket. She's been here, there and everywhere. And she's all they had in the first half. She really... Uh... And one player has really lifted in the second half is Kavanagh. She only had five points at the halftime. She now yep. has 17. So yep. 12 points in a quarter and a half. That's a good return. Absolutely. Subbing back in now. The timeout has ended. But the coach, Dean Kinsman, is electing to keep his key playmaker, Katie Ebsbury, off the court. The Rangers making their way gingerly back onto the court. Two points to the margin, four minutes remaining. Still anyone's game here in the first round of WNBL. First match for the AIS, second for the Dandenong Rangers after they went down to the Canberra Capitals last night. Schatz tries to work inside. There's a reaching in foul. And it will go against number 22, Waxel, of the Daniel Rangers, but only a sideline throw-in. Puts him one step closer to the, uh, to the bonus, though. Kennedy goes to Schatz at the top of the arc, dribbling. Goes back to Francis, who goes to Schatz. Schatz with the pass, gets it to Francis. Oh. That was a terrible shot. Good board comes from Waxel. Gets it to Ryan. Francis has taken an extra step to that basket, too, so... Tolo about to sub in for the AAS. McInerney dribbling at the top of the three-point arc. Schatz in pursuit. She's conscious that she has four fouls. McInerney will be aware of that and be trying to draw a fifth one. Ryan, still outside the three-point arc. Pulls up for the shot. Didn't nail it. Great board from Francis. And good consolidating there from the AAS. Coming back is Kennedy. Goes to Francis. She drives inside. She's been oh. for the best. Fancy foul on the charge there, Carly Francis. What did you think that call, Simon? No way was that an offensive foul. Was the um, Dandenong Rangers player in position long enough? No, I don't think so at all. I think she stepped right into the, the line that Carly Francis was making toward the basket. And no, uh, I think it's a really bad call. Well, they're at their five fouls now. The AIS. 61-59 in favour of them. Two minutes 50 on the clock. McInerney. She has a gold medal world championship to her name. Pulling up for the three-point shot was Ryan. It juggled in and out. Didn't go in, though. Back onto the court is Ebsbury. Can she create something? Goes wide to Kennedy. Almost travelled with the ball. Goes out wide to Francis. She's still outside the three-point arc. Working it from the perimeter. Great shot coming there from Molly Lewis. That's a great shot. They needed that. <laughs> Did they ever? <laughs> Four points. That's a handy buffer. That is handy, but by no means undoable for the Dandenong Rangers. Ryan inside. Goes at the lane. Doesn't make it. Francis dishes to Kennedy. M3 on the break. Will she go all the way? She looks outside. Looks oh. outside to Molly Lewis, who didn't take the <laughs> shot. She thought about it, faked it, passed it to herself. Kennedy with the ball now. Ten shots, seconds on the shot. Lewis dishes inside. McInerney off her hands. Tried to claim it was off Kennedy. I think it was off McInerney. Baseline throwing to the IAS. Yeah. 
This is a good, I mean, if they can get a, a good look at the basket here or perhaps a foul. But Wakes will just foul the hell out of the tolo. Kennedy goes in. There's the foul, and it's a very handy one, too, against Demelza Waxel. No, no, it was no. Caitlin Ryan. Caitlin Ryan. Yeah, her, 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 her third. Sorry, no, second. Not too much of a concern. 63 no. to 59, the margin. We're in the bonus now, of course, so um, Kennedy gets to shoot two. And she nailed the first. That is crucial. Margin five points now in favour of the AIS. Kennedy. And the scores as well. She is up to five points for the night, Kennedy. Great work from her. Caitlin Ryan brings the ball down the court. She goes to Waxel. At the top of the three-point arc. Kavanaugh, they're under pressure here, the Dandenong Rangers. They trail by six. A minute 40 on the clock. They need to use the clock quickly. They can't afford to run it down too much. McInerney goes inside to Waxel oh. off the glass scores. A very handy two-pointer. Definitely. Now the AIS will look to use the clock here. Kennedy with the ball. She goes right side. Taking slow. Dean Kinsman, you can hear him in the background urging his players on. Taken out is Kayla Francis. She went for a dive there, maybe. Yeah, don't think there was a lot in that. I don't Bit of a clip, but uh, I, think she, I think she'll be fine. She'll <laughs> over about five seconds after the contact. But there will be a baseline throw into the AIS. Molly Lewis to take that. Oh, man. 13 seconds on the clock. There's some heavy work off the ball. And McInerney's gone over on her ankle. There was no contact. She's just stepped across the key and just Ooh. collapsed. Was an ankle was it, it looked Marley? like it. An oh God, I hope it's not Let's knee or something right. like that. She's getting to her feet now, McInerney. She looks to be a little ginger, but okay. She's walking about, just looking to capture some breath back into her lungs. There's a bit of pause in play here. 13 seconds on the shot clock. If it'll be a 24-second reset, oh, it's not. Sorry, Dean. <laughs> Molly Lewis from the baseline throwing goes to Tolo. Who was it off? It was off the Dandenong Range display in Waxel. So 12 seconds on Watch the Waxel clock. Watch in the key. She's looking like a linebacker. She's lining people up. Still a minute 18 <laughs> remaining in this game. Four points the margin in favour of the AS. Ebsery, safe hands with her. Tolo at the top of the arc. Goes inside the oh, yeah, yeah. He's found on the way to the basket. And that is a big play there for the AIS. Definitely good patient stuff. And McInerney picks up her third foul. Carol right. Francis is the person you wanted to have that ball in the key there. She, she's a good mover. She's a good side. She turned right. Dandenong really panicked there. They, they uh, Instead of playing good defense, forcing her into a shot, they really just sort of collapsed on her. And uh, she'll get the two easy sh shots now. Kayla Francis. Ooh, badly missed the first three. It didn't look like hitting, did it? Never looked she like She missed her first one earlier tonight, nailed the second. Can she do likewise here? Five points would be handy. Definitely. A makes minute. it definitely two shots then. A minute nine on the clock. She nails the second. So just over a minute to go here in the final turn between the AIS standing on ranges. 66 to 61 in favour of the AIS. Ryan drives all the way to the basket oh. himself. McInerney with the offensive ball. There's a jump ball. Good work, Kennedy. Huge effort from that. That was massive. But the possession arrow is pointing the way of the Rangers. They will have a baseline throw in. 66 to 61, they trail though. 55 seconds left on the clock. They need a couple of threes almost, Simon. They go into the basket. Down oh. and just manages to roll in off the grass. Tolo. Goes to Ebsery. Kennedy brings it up right side of the court. Gets over halfway. That's important. 
goes to Francis. At the top of the arc, drives inside, oh, dishes man. to Kennedy, Gilles wow, away wow. pass, dishes back outside to Miller. 13 on the clock, Ebsbury goes for the three points. Oh. with the offensive board. That's a new big, big offensive rebound there. 24 seconds has been reset. They can run the clock oh, down no. here. They don't. Tolo handles the ball. Now it is the standing on Rangers. Ryan with the ball. Goes wide to McInerney. 18 seconds on the clock. It's a three-point margin. They need to tie it up here, the Rangers. They'll be looking for the three points. McInerney with the ball. Ryan with the ball. And Molly, there has been a foul on Molly Lewis. She has fouled Dowdy very heavily. Uh, she takes her to the line, which is a good result for the IS, you would argue. So probably, probably, yeah. The Rangers lead uh, trail by three. They can't get the three points from this play. They're going to have to go to the line unless they miss the second and get the rebound. Bishop, lucky though. Very lucky not to get called for an intentional foul. Though. Yeah. I mean, off the ball, uh, she just picked her up and cleared her out with both hands. If, they, if, if the referees had called an intentional foul there, they get the two shots, then they get possession. Yep. That would have really hurt the AIS. So... You can see Molly Lewis looked very nervous there yep. for a minute. She did it. You sort of look, look on her face like, oh, man, what have I done? But uh, in the end, you're probably right. It turns out well for them. Of course, assuming that uh, two things, either the AIS, uh, the Dandenong make both the free throws, then they get possession from the baseline, and you can be betting that's what Gary Fox is talking about. If we, get, if we make both... We're in full court pressure. We pressure the inbound basket, try to get possession again. Will they be trying to make the second basket? If they make the first one, it will draw it back to a two-point margin. Will they take the chance that they may get an offensive board off the second free throw shot? That's the choice that, that your coach has got to make. You, yep. you go, do we, do we trust our defence, our full court pressure, to be able to uh, put the pressure on the AIS on the inbound pass, get the ball back? With nine seconds, it's plenty of time. Uh, to, in, under full court pressure to try to get a steal and again the other option is you, you nail the first one and then you're looking to, to crash the boards deliberately miss that second shot crash the boards get the rebound and then put it back down he needs the first one and she makes it two points the margin 66 to 42 9.8 seconds on the clock will she make the second one and make it a one point deficit she does through the net full court pressure. press from the Rangers Chats will get the pass in. She goes to Kennedy. Kennedy will dribble Ryan. Fouls her. And that will take Kennedy to the line. And, well, if she nails both here, she can tie the game up for the AAS just about, you would feel. 6.8 seconds remaining. It's a one-point lead to the AAS. She nails both. It's three points. Probably still time, though, for the Rangers if they're good enough to get a three-point shot away. Kayla Ryan, one of the best three-point shooters in the league, too. So... And she's having words to Gary Fox as Kennedy nails the first three throw, so two points the margin now. She needs this. This is crucial. She's short oh, on the man. shot. Oh, the addition comes from the next rebound. And there's a foul called as well against the Dandenong Rangers. So the free throw shooter, Jamie Kennedy, got her own board off the free throw shot and she goes back to the line. She needs one at least to tie it up. That was huge. The shot. Oh, no. She's just shooting a bit nervously. 4.6 seconds remaining. They lead by two points, the AS. Can she make the second to make it a three-point She hit both those three throws that's game over, so... She misses. Oh, Oh, had the offensive rebound. She's panicked up the court, thrown the ball out to the right-hand side, straight into Katie Ebsbury's hand, and the AIS... 
sneak home 67 to 65. What a win by the AIS girls. They were winless all of last season in the WNBL. First game of the new season in season 06-07. They have racked up a win 67 to 65. Terrific performance by the girls as Gary Fox and Dean Kinsman shake hands. What a close game. The Dandenong Rangers came back at the end. But the AAS held their nerve, and that's a really good confidence-boosting win for this young side. Oh, absolutely, and they'll, they'll be feeling great about that. They really weathered the storm. It almost got away from them, but, uh, you know, you, you, don't, you don't win games of basketball on one or two plays. They, they played a very, very good first half, a very good um, first part of that third quarter as well before Daniel made that big run at them. But probably the last couple of minutes in that, in that third quarter too where... Katie Andrews stepped up, was involved in six points, really steadied the ship for them. That gave them their confidence back because their, their confidence was just blown out of the water there for, for part of that game. And um, part of that quarter, they just they just dropped their bundle completely. And Katie's couple of plays there at the end of that uh, third quarter really steadied the ship for them. That was, probably, that was probably the most important part of the game for this team. They really uh, they answered the call when uh, when Dandenong came running at them pretty hard. So... But, yeah, a very good victory. Looking at the smiles on the AOS girls' faces, they are a very happy team at the moment. They will take a lot out of that. Not only the fact they won, but I think they would have learned a lot from that game because you did mention, Simon, they did make some crucial errors late in the game that could have cost them. Yep. And I think Dean Kinsman is addressing that exact factor now. He's giving them a good talking to, yep. saying, well done, girls, but... This is where we can improve and build on our season from here. Um, they'll be they'll be looking at game tape early in the week, and uh, and he'll be pointing out all of those those areas where they uh, they sort of choked a little bit, dropped the bundle a bit. But um, for a lot of the girls, that's their first win for, in the WNBL, so that's a great result for them. Against some fairly recognised players <laughs> in the league as well. You look through the Dandenong Rangers list. Sure, they're missing two or three notable players, but you look at the names on there: Emily McInerney. Larissa Kavanagh, Annika Kerr, there's some very well-known senior players in that team. So the AES, take your hats off to them, they did well. Leading scorers on the court, we'll run through all the scorers shortly, but leading from the front, 23 points for the Dandenong Rangers. Terrific game from Caitlin Ryan. On the other side of the equation for the AES, Big Kayla Francis scored 14 points, and just behind her on 13 points was Katie Ebsbury. They were the leading score There's Also, 17 points to Marissa Kavanagh for the Dandenong Rangers. Yeah, 12 of them in that second half. Um, interesting to note that uh, Katie Ebsbury, we mentioned that great run she had at the end of the third quarter, getting involved in, that, in scoring four and getting another two points involved in that basket, uh, didn't score in that last quarter. But I, was, uh, I mentioned it during the, during the call, I think. I think Dean Kinsman really rolled the dice when he left her on the bench for quite some time, so, uh, but 67, 65, sneak away, so that'll be uh, a huge load off Dean's mind, it's his first win as head coach of the AIS, and as we mentioned before with the girls, it's, it's their first win uh, in the big league, and they'll be feeling great. And it was a really good team effort as well, like the whole list contributed tonight for the AIS, sure there were a few standout players, namely Kayla Francis and Katie Ebsbury. But they all had a run. They all got out there and played minutes and good court time. So credit to Dean Kinsman. He didn't go into his shell late in the game and say, I'm going to stick to my best five players for the whole last quarter. He really did rotate the girls. 
And I think the second tier players would take confidence from that, knowing the coach has confidence in them. Well, there's a lot of, a lot of, um, as you mentioned, spread across the scorers. You look down the scores, 14, 6, 4, 2, 7, 8, 4, 2, 13, 5, and 2. Nikita Martin, the only player not to actually yep. get on the scoreboard scoring-wise. But uh, the fouls spread evenly, so everyone's been involved in the defence. Everyone's been, you know, playing hard. So, yeah, definitely a good team result. One player we didn't see a lot of in that second half <laughs> was young Stephanie Cumming. We saw her play a few minutes last night against the Canberra Capitals. She played some early minutes, yeah, but didn't see her much in that second half for the Dandenong Rangers. No, and I guess, you know, you never know what, what's going on, whether she's... yeah. Uh, picked up a little bit of an injury yeah. there, or I'm wondering if she may in fact have. Yeah, they because uh, she did have uh, where are we seven minutes in the first half, but then just sort of dropped right off. Um, I don't think she's a, a permanent member of the of the Dandenong squad either. I think perhaps coming and uh, Natasha Main have probably been brought sort of called up to the big league to to replace those injured players. So. Um, but, you know, a fantastic opportunity for both of them to just get out there and have a run and, and play some ball. Well, this is what the assessment of the AIS said coming into this season, and they've, well, done something to rectify that slightly. A lack of big game experience and maturity traditionally hurts the students' finals prospects and is unlikely to change this season. The AIS have the potential to be competitive for most part, but will not do enough to improve on last season's finish. They may not improve on last season's ladder finish, but they have already improved on last exactly. season by registering their first win. And you'd have to think that they may be a chance of registering a few more along the way as well. Definitely. I mean, yeah, an interesting document you got there that was set out by the league early this week. I, had, I must admit I had a read of that and, and had a bit of a chuckle to myself when they <laughs> suggested that the Adelaide Lightning are going to finish seventh. I don't know who wrote this, but... Uh, I'll be very surprised if the Adelaide Lightning don't finish top four. You might be getting some good odds off that person. Uh, well, side. perhaps, yeah. Maybe I should go to the book now and uh, <laughs> see what they're offering for Adelaide finishing in the top four. But, uh, of course, this could have been written before the big news that the Adelaide Lightning have, have picked up Kristen Rasmussen from the WNBA, who, right. who's a, a very good big player. She yeah. plays for the Phoenix Mercury now. Carrie Graff would be well aware of her, her skills and abilities. But... Um, Plenty of uh, plenty of good games and, and, and big big players that are going to be coming and playing here at the AOS Training Hall this year. And as we mentioned, you know, various times during the call, it's all about the girls getting the experience, getting the opportunity to play against players of that calibre. And when you're looking at uh, players like Rasmussen, the, the Capitals bringing in... Um, oh, they're going to have Jackie Styles playing here in a yes. month. That's a huge opportunity for some of these young girls to to get out there and, and play against players of that that sort of calibre. And, and they, uh, I mean, even tonight, it's a majority of the same team that the Institute had last season, but straight away tonight you can see uh, a lot more poise from a lot of those girls. Uh, certainly Katie Ebsery. She, she showed a lot of good potential last season. Very young, very raw, but still came into this team because of injury worries when Renee Camino was injured and and was out for the rest of the season, so they, they fast-tracked her. They'd always intended on her coming to the AIS this season as a first year. Sure. They sort of fast-tracked her in, drew her right in at the deep end, and there were a couple of games where she took score and had really big games, so I think she's going to do very well this season for the Institute. Cala Francis, as we mentioned cool. as well, had a great game. Um, she can really play. And yeah, Jamie Kennedy was good. She didn't get a lot of minutes last year, looked a uh, similar situation as Edric, very underdone, 
maybe you know came in early as well because of injury worries. But uh, she had a good game tonight. Didn't do a lot uh, statistically, but was just there and, and involved in some of the runs they made down the stretch in, in holding Dandenong off. Made some good defensive plays as well. So um, yeah, not a bad effort at all. We're just waiting for the final score sheets to be officially signed off here at the AAS training hall. The match has ended between the AAS and Dandenong Rangers and it was a nail-biter. The AAS got over the line 67-65. One good thing, Simon, that I noticed also as we get the stat sheet, thank you very much. A few of the Canberra Capital girls coming down to watch tonight. Caitlin Cunningham, Natalie Hurst and I also spotted Jess Bibby there too. So. There is a little bit of camaraderie despite the rivalry between these two clubs. Oh, definitely. I mean, and, uh, you know, Dandenong's just Bibby's old club. It's, uh, you know, there's, there's no hard feelings in the league. The, the, all the teams are pretty close. It's, it's, it's the nature of, um, of the way the league's set up. But you can't afford that sort of crazy, you know, it's, it's not like AFL or, or, or that sort of thing. They've got to support each other. They've got to come out and uh, the crowds for women's basketball aren't big, so... If they don't come and support yep. the, their league, then you know you can't expect other people to. And that's always been that way. It's always a good camaraderie here. A lot of those players, uh, Caitlin Cunningham was an AIS graduate. Jess Bibby was an AIS graduate. So they, you know, they've still got a keen interest in see how the old, the old uh, college is sort of going, so to speak. So one thing I have noticed is uh, I'm new to the league, Simon, but there does seem to be a reasonable amount of swapping players between teams at the end of each off-season. Is that a fair comment? A lot more this season right. than than normally. Um, I mean, it definitely happens, but certainly this season, some major yes. off-season movements. If we go back to that article you had before that the league um, sent out, if you've got it there, they yep. they're talking about some of the moves. I mean, Dandenong, one of the teams that that really lost a lot of players. If you're looking at their losses, Carly Wilson, Jess Bibby, Emma Randall, Jacinda Hamilton, pretty much starters. Four of their starting five all, all just out of the game. So, uh, and we saw the bowling boomers completely gutted. Although, you know, Zoe Carr, Katie Davis, Caitlin Cunningham, Kavanagh, Hibbert, Joe Myers, Alison Tranquilly, pretty much they'd be your first seven or eight players in that team, sure. all gone. Yet, uh, we haven't, the, the communication around who's, who's coming into that team hasn't been great from the league, but um, they went undefeated in the sale preseason tournament. So clearly they've got some good players in there. They've still got good players there in Milner, Jordan, Dean Butler, Florida, and Grimer. So, yeah, quite a bit more than normal, but um, still plenty of interest. Well, what we might do is run through the final scores and stats of this evening. It was the AAS 67 defeating the Dandenong Rangers 65 on sportradio.com.au. Hope you've enjoyed the action this evening. Simon Peters will run through the official stats from tonight's game. Looking at the Rangers, as we mentioned earlier, Caitlin Ryan with 23 points, Marissa Kavanagh with 17. They, uh, they lost the rebound contest, as we uh, thought they might, but not by as much as they might. Only four rebounds a difference over the whole evening, so that's a good effort. 16 offensive rebounds is a great effort in any game for any team. So uh, that was part of the reason they got back into the game too. <coughs> Excuse me. The, um, the the shooting percentage greatly improved for them. 41% for the second half. Only 16 in that first half. That was 
scary, scary stuff for the uh, for the Rangers. But improved it up to around 30% the game. AIS will be very happy with their shooting. 40 cents. That's a brilliant effort. Scores for the AIS as well. Kayla Francis with 14. Katie Abdry with 13. We've got Molly Lewis with 8. Shatsy with 7. Jamie Kennedy with 6. Rebounding very, very well. Kennedy with 7 rebounds for a guard. 4 offensive. That's a great effort from her as well. And the all-important one at the end of the game when she rebounded her own missed uh, free-throw shot. Huge play. Very, very big play. Another thing that would be very happy for Dean Kingsman, only 20 turnovers in the game. First game back, too. You'd expect a bit of nerves. A bit of, <coughs> a, bit of a rough game, too. So only 20 turnovers. Not great by other team standards. I mean, Dandenong had a shocker tonight. Still only had 10 turnovers. So sure. anytime you're up... You're getting up around 15 or over that, they're concerned. But uh, they'd be happy, the, um, the free-throw shooting. Dandenong did a great job of getting to the line. They went for 31 shots in that game. So uh, coming up on 21 of them. Just at the other end of the floor, oh, sorry, that's the AIS, 21-31. Uh, Dandenong, 26-32. That's great free-throw shooting. Yep. But um, fairly even, as uh, you look at the score, only two points in it. But even across the stats as well, the only really one, only one that really stands out is that shooting percentage for Dandenong, 20 points almost, 20% less than uh, than the AIS. If you look at the made baskets too, 19 to 21, the AIS only putting up 44 shots during the game to 65 from the Rangers. So I would anticipate a hell of a lot of shooting practice and training for the Rangers all week. They'll be just shooting, shooting, shooting. And it, the thing is about their their shooting tonight too, and it was the same last night. It's not that they can't shoot; it's the shot selection. Yep. Taking bad shots, you know, under a lot of pressure, the little flips up over the head to try to, you know, little tricky lands and stuff. It just wasn't happening for them last night. I don't know why they persisted with it in the first half of this game. The now. first half, they were really, their choice selection was way off, wasn't it? But the second half, the Danny Long Rangers, they did start to work the ball inside. Yep. And that's where Marissa Kavanagh came into the game. They started to use her height and her yep. presence and also her body strength against the younger AIS players. Kavanagh's strength is it's in this sort of 15-foot range, mid-range to, to long-range yep. shooter. Um, you saw in the first half and you saw last night against the Capitals who trying to go inside, trying to get it done in there. That could be an experiment to start with. I mean, they lost Emma Randall, who was their, their big player, and Jacinta Hamilton. So they've lost a fair amount of height. You're looking at their lineup now, and Kavanagh is probably a big. She's never really played as a big. She's, always, she's a big player, but she's yeah. always played as a shooter, right, as an outside runner. So um, maybe, yeah, maybe they thought, well, at halftime break, to, you know, this thing of, of trying to send Kavanaugh in under the basket just isn't working. Yep. Let's get her back to a regular game, which is what we saw during that run. She just she cuts off the ball. She'll drop down low, but then come out, gets a good look at the basket that way. Nice open, you know, fronting the basket. Good shot. Um, when they when the AIS started to put the brakes on that run, you saw Kavanaugh trying to go back inside again, and it was like, well, you've worked out that hasn't been working for a game, and you've suddenly You've poured on, you know, what she had 10 points in that in that third quarter. That's been working for you. Then went back into the inside game. So uh, whether that was a, 
you know, just a desperation mm-hmm. thing against the tall timber that the AAs have or not. We, you know, we don't know. We're not privy to the, the goings-on in Coach Fox's mind, but, uh, <laughs> I mean, he can coach. There's no, there's no denying his uh, ability as a coach. He's, he's also, we, we've mentioned the players that are mm. gold medalists at World Championships. Gary was assistant coach in that Opals yep. team. So, um, yeah, and that could be a, a big part of the way they're playing at the moment, too, when you haven't had your, your coach around for the, for the preseason. He wasn't at sale where they didn't win a game. Sure. He hasn't been... You know, the, the Opals went over to Brazil three and a half, four weeks ago. Uh, only have been back a week. That's a that's a big part of your, of your preseason build up is that month before you start. So. Definitely, and the likes of McInerney absent from that as well. Definitely, yeah. You've got all these players injured. You've got Macker out, who who has been captain in the past, is certainly almost a spiritual leader in that team. She's been at Daniel forever. Sure. She is. Uh, it's the sort of character and personality she is. She's magnetic she's very positive the players you know they look up to her and stuff to not have her around to not have your head coach around they've got uh changes in their in their assistant coaching lineup from last season as well there'd be a lot of disarray so um and, and gary's the sort of coach you know he won't be freaking out he won't be going oh man you know we, we dropped a game to the, to the institute by two it's we had a shocker against the capitals last night he's pretty philosophical he's been around a long time He'll be he'll he'll be taking all that stuff in. He'll he'll recognise the the difficult preseason or lack of preseason mm. that that they've had as Absolutely. a group. And uh, you know, the, the, there's some. He mentioned it last night in the interview. He, arguably, the two best point guards in the country, in Samantha Richards and and Kathleen McLeod, both out for them at the moment. You're throwing a player like Caitlin Ryan in. Making a play out of position in an area she's not used to, she still comes up with 23 points for that. Yeah. So that's a that's a big plus for her. Um, it's not only the fact that she's not used to playing that position, but she's not able to play her usual position where exactly. they. I think that's probably the bigger loss because she played Definitely. the point position all right. Definitely. But yeah. the fact, as you mentioned, she still shot 23 points, but she is played out of her normal position. Yep. So you know that they, not the start you want, dropping two games and and. Um, you know, being completely honest, the AIS will struggle again this season. Right. They they will struggle against um, you know six of the teams, six of the eight teams. They they may have some good runs against Perth. Perth, yeah. Uh, they may have some good runs against um, once again maybe against this standard on team because even when you bring out bring back in that guard rotation of of Richards and uh, McLeod, it changes the way that their team is going to play. Uh, they don't have any bigs, so they're going to struggle. The AOS. I think it'll be a good matchup during the season on these two teams. But there's a there's a long way to go for the institute. They've got uh, heaps of work to do. As a, we've mentioned numerous times through the call, they're not here to win. They're here to to get better, and get experience and stuff. So um, it's still going to be a long season for them. There's no real superstar for such a long time. They've had superstar players when Lauren Jackson was here, and then you know Jackson and, and Taylor. And Kristen Veal, they all left in the same year. But then they had, uh, you know, Belinda Snell, um, a lot of players of that magnitude, Georgia Woodyard, Emma Randall, those guys that, that are, are now Opals players, Holly Grimer, yep. Jacinta Hamilton. Yep. They were all around, you know, after the Jackson era. So, Just speaking of Jacinta Hamilton, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but Craig Ravel said, oh, I have to declare this on air in front of you tonight, Simon. Apparently she is three months pregnant, Yep. as you are well aware of by the shake of your head. I did know that, yeah, yes. You know, um, of course, married Josh Kennedy, 
from the uh, the Socceroos. Right. They uh, actually met and uh, first started going out in the in the the halls over here. There are halls of residence that are as the crow flies about 100 metres from where we're sitting now. They uh, and they have stayed together. Josh went and played uh, soccer in Europe. Yep. Jacinta went over there and played basketball. They lived together and they've been together a long time. They got married this year, and uh, that's really exciting news for Sinner. That's uh, she's just a uh, Sounds cheesy, but she's a she's a beautiful person. She's just a, a really lovely girl, and uh, I've had the pleasure of knowing her for, for since she she came here at the institute. And um, yeah, we wish her all the best. She's, um, she's going to be a wonderful parent, and uh, obviously Josh has got a. Uh, you know, we're always talking about how women struggle to to make money in their sport, but uh, fortunately, <laughs> if you're playing soccer in Europe, you're on some pretty good cash there. You're doing okay. You're doing okay. So Sino uh, and the Bob will be able to go along and watch Dad play in Europe and uh, you know it's a great cultural experience for the kids growing up over there as well so um, but yeah that's that's really exciting news for both of them. Simon Peters thanks very much for your company on sportradio.com.au tonight 67 to 65 the final margin in favour of the AIS again we're looking forward to it next Saturday night is the AIS taking on the Canberra Capitals which is at the AIS training hall at 7pm, that should be a good game also. The two local teams going head-to-head. Local to head. derby, yep. <laughs> Very much looking forward to that one. Hope you've enjoyed the call as much as we have. On behalf of Simon Peters, I'm John Keogh. Thanks for joining us on sportradio.com. Join us for the replay of next Saturday night's match between the AIS and the Canberra Capitals.